my I'm people. Making, oh. <laughs> what up, though? Don't talk what I'm talking. You're right. We back <laughs> with another episode of All Black Men Need Therapy. My name is Chief. And I'm Bell. My name is Prentice Eugene Powell. <laughs> Why that's funny, I don't know. I don't know either, Chief. We got merch, y'all. You I'm sorry to break it to uh, you guys and Chief. You'll probably never see that <laughs> on the shirt. He wanted so bad. I we, think it's we, a cool concept. I don't think that's cool. Cup for him. We're not putting it on the shirt. I though. think that's cool. Yeah, we got we got Chief a, a cup. Word, I'll take it's it. Consolation prize. I'm gonna put on a shirt anyway. I'm gonna get me one. <laughs> Better get yours. <laughs> one on one. Yeah, I'm gonna get mine. <laughs> Nevertheless, yo. We back at it consistently and all that. You know what I'm saying? With the new merch all out. Hit us on the website, y'all. ABMNT.com. Go get you a shirt. Support the cause, man. Every dollar is going right back into this. Our pocket. Oh. <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, it, helps, it helps the podcast. It, it, nah, it helps to real. fund what we're doing and want to, to yeah. show y'all. We no, would have we bought some new cameras and all that. Yeah, in all, in all seriousness, <laughs> it, it does help level us up. Like, you know, for... Uh, for those of you been watching, you you understand. But um, Prentice lives in Oakland. You know what I'm saying? We f- we filming in New Britain, Connecticut right now. So and we filming on four cameras, four four cameras. We got Mookie behind the camera. Shout out to Mookie. Shout out to Mookie. Mookie shoots underscore. Shot by Mookie Shot by underscore. Mookie. <laughs> Shot by Mookie underscore. So you know, and not Mookie the killer shoots. Mookie, the other Mookie. Um. So we got like like somebody helping us out and all that stuff. So we appreciate all the support. To do what we do for you all and to continue to spread the word of um, removing the stigma from therapy as it pertains to black men in our communities. Word. Prentice, you on the uh, East Coast, mm-hmm. long flight. Yep. How you feeling? Check in, cuz. Man, I'm I'm up. I drank a I drank a monster. My my flight leaves in <laughs> six hours from now at five in the morning. It's crazy. Um but we out here grinding, man. I'm feel I feel good because we're grinding. We're working. That's eleven thirty at night. Yeah, right it's eleven thirty p.m. right now. But I like this. I like I like this element. You know, I like recording in this space right now because I know we're doing the work. Nobody's outside. It's quiet. People are sleeping. We're yeah, up. it was a lot of activity going on. Definitely was absolutely silent. So you know, like, tell, feel, tell me you recording in the hood without telling me you recording in the hood. Like, y'all gonna hear? <laughs> So yeah, I'm I'm good, man. We we getting to it. So um, I just yeah, I'm good. Well, check in, B. Um, I'm good, man. I, I I love where we are. I love the commitment level. I love um, the support that we have. Uh, yeah. Shout out to my brother-in-law, Rafael Martinez. He shout is uh, the one responsible for all the edits and the graphics, and and his team, um, Jay, Karen. They um they really have helped us level up. So we should yeah. thank you. Shout out to y'all. Shout That's out crazy. To y'all. We've shot them out before, right? Yeah, we've shot yeah, them okay. before. Yeah. So we've been way too long for us not to have given them a yeah. shot. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna be writing a post about connections pretty soon. But I think um everybody there's more hands in the pot than you see, you know that that are helping us um on the business side that are helping us on the collaborative side. So we appreciate all the support from everybody from all angles. Um, shout out to my man, Pat Capra. Uh, always, always been a huge uh, supporter and advocate for us. So thank you, my brother. Word. Yo, anybody want to work on our, be our social media manager? We need some help. 
Yeah, help us out. Holler at us, man. We need help, but we we could be doing more too. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, we we do need help, but we could be doing more. Word. So even if the help is by way of, um, giving us a template of what we can follow or what will make sense, but. You know, we appreciate it. We got some merch for you because we ain't got no money. So, you know. <laughs> Tapped. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give you some merch. You know, have have uh, Peaches make you some rice and beans. Word. That's my mom's. For yeah, the she held Shout us down. Peaches. Word. Um, I'm good, fellas. Um, got some, some from reflecting to do this evening after, you know, a couple conversations we've had. So I'm going to take that, I'll take that to, the, to, the, to the bed with me and just kind of process while I'm looking at the ceiling or whatever. Um, overall, all is well, man. I'm excited to, you know, keep this train going. So, yo, we go. before we jump in, I want to ask you, and I'm asking you on camera, which is kind of whack, but I should ask you before. What's the deal with your, um, 092? Everything's grooving. Yeah. I got to take, uh. His administrative cert. The, oh, okay. the mass, the state test now. I thought you took that already and it got no, kicked that's, back. That's the portfolio that I had to put together. Now you got to take like the. the oh, so that's like the step before yeah, the step. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So and moving. what does this certification do for you? It allows me to be a principal. Oh, okay. Yeah. When's the test? I just got to pay for it and take it. So when you going to take it? I just got the news the other day, bro. Cool out. You didn't ask the question. Mm, this week. That sounds like This a, week, though? This week. Like it's Monday. Take it on Friday. At work. You ain't got to prepare? I mean, it's basic knowledge. You know what I mean? Stuff I already know. It's not basic because if it was, it wouldn't require a test. Yeah, but I mean, it's nothing outside of the box. Okay. So yeah. Friday. Friday. Nice. How much it cost? Hundred eighty dollars. That ain't too bad though. Nah, but you know, whatever. Anyways, remind me. Never mind. Um. So, yo, today's topic: <clears throat> Are you qualified to marry? I already know. So it's kind of like I'm talking to me because I'm the only one not married. But uh-huh. these two brothers is here, and uh, it's kind of like a. Uh, we had this conversation again with some homies before, and I wanted to. I don't know. Dissect. And just see where you think you lie. Like, would you marry you? As rhetorical, you asked me that for real. No, for real. Like, would you marry you? Like, that's a legit question, I think. We, and the people are like, yeah, I love me some me, blah, blah, blah. But, like, in terms of the qualities you possess, in terms of the manners, the characteristics you have, and so on and so forth, would you marry you? I would. Why? Um... Because of what now, so this is, this is a good question because this is what I hold in high regard. But it may not be something that someone else holds in high regard. Mm-hmm. So, it's a biased opinion. Off yeah, top. yeah, right? Like it's subjective. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? So on the sheet, if you look down, we have it's the eight most important qualities of a healthy marriage. And then it's 10 key qualities great romantic partners have. And if we got that from psychology today. But I feel like we should, should we disclose these prior to you giving your reasoning or should we double back afterwards and see if they fit yeah let's double back afterwards yeah um so why 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 would i marry me Mm -hmm. um because like i'm caring empathetic you know i'm saying i um provide protect i am understanding i um I uh I listen. Like I listen. And 
I'm focused. I'm driven. Um, well, I don't know. I just, uh, I'm funny. I'm fucking hilarious, actually. You are. Um, I think we all got one. <laughs> uh, uh, I guess that's, you know, that's, those are all the things that I, that I hold in high regard. So, before I even get into you, P, I don't know if you looked at the sheet yet, mm-hmm. but in listening to you speak, Bell, there are 17 things we have written down in regards to what makes a good partner. You named three. I that are based on what's on this paper. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and, and even you said driven, I just checked ambition off because it's kind of, yep, you know what I mean, yep. the same thing. But like... Bitch, I'm attractive. <laughs> but, but that's not what... <laughs> but, Talk to your shit. Is that a key quality? It says 10 key qualities of great romantic partners. So here's my thing. I feel like everybody we with, there's an attractive quality. Now, that attractive quality is um, subject to the individual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, case in point, there's beautiful women, like, on, from a, the eye test, mm-hmm. women that I've met, but could not move past the conversation with yeah. because they, I didn't find them attractive. And th- but that's something that people don't, under- men don't understand. There's levels to that shit. There's like pretty, there's sexy, then there's attractive. Like there's, there, there's a lot that goes on. Cause like there's a woman who could walk by that got the, the sexiest walk. I'm not necessarily attracted to her. I just think the way she walks is sexy. Mm-hmm. Or the way she thinks is sexy. Right. That, doesn't, that, doesn't, that doesn't mean I'm attracted to her. Mm-hmm. And there are women who aren't the most physically attractive, but their personality attracts you to right. them. Right. That's attract, right. right. But then there's also these girls who are super, super pretty, but you still don't, like, you don't, there's no sex appeal behind it. Yo, you know you what's know what crazy? Yeah, I get it. Is when I was in my 20s, I was on spring, uh, spring break in Miami. One of the most attractive girls I met that whole week couldn't speak a lick of English. We was on the beach just like looking at each other, smiling. <laughs> like, but she was just so attractive to me, but we couldn't communicate because she didn't know English and I didn't know Spanish. And at the time, it wasn't like, what was that, uh, Google Translate and all that mm-hmm. shit? Like, that, that didn't exist. So, but I feel like if we, it was when we was on the beach, that the one time we went to the beach, if I would have stayed on the beach, I would have found a way to communicate with her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like somehow, some way, because she was that attractive to me. And she didn't say a word. You know what I'm saying? Whereas some people can be physically attractive, and as soon as they say a word, I'm like, oh, it's a rap. Yeah. Yo, there was this shorty at the, remember the carnival that used to be around the way right yeah. there? So I swear, she was if at he was looking for somebody, and this, he was going to find him. Right. There. This was a, she was a full-figure girl, too. Big, big girl, but like carried it well and was so super pretty and it was just something about her that I thought was so damn sexy like she just cared number she cared no I was I was young I was real oh young. she was working no no she was just there with oh. her people or whomever you know what I'm saying but I remember looking at her like damn like she like a full big full mm-hmm. figure girl and I'm like damn she is sexy like mm-hmm. there's something about her so like I a lot of people get caught up in the beauty of things like men in the beauty of things you know what I'm saying and they don't really understand it ain't your beauty it's your booty <laughs> right so uh, just, just to break that down, there's levels to that, man. And oftentimes, what is always pretty ain't necessarily doesn't necessarily come with that level of attraction that's needed. Prentice, real quick, I'm sorry. Before you answer, so I think this is deeper because I, I read it for the first time right now. Mm-hmm. 
And a lot of these things I possess, but I didn't say them about myself. So I wonder what that's about. You know what I'm saying? Like, so there's this book. There's this book I have that um, my sister on my dad's side <laughs> gave me when we met, because we had met when we were both older. And the book is like 81 pages of questions that like I'm supposed to fill out the book, <laughs> give it to her, and she can learn about me. But what we did was we just read it to each other, asked each other questions to help learn, each other, learn about each other. And one of the things it said was like, name the, the three most, okay, ready? Give me three qualities about yourself that you don't like. Hmm. I am procrastinator. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a procrastinator. Another quality I don't like. Um, my, on the flip side, my ambition can get in the way of my progress. Mm-hmm. Um, I will sign up for things that I'm not in a position to follow through with in the moment not to not to necessarily appease but because I want to accomplish it Mm -hmm. but I'm not always honest with my ability to get it done within the capacity or whatever circumstances double back to that because that ties into that kind of integrity conversation we had too yeah it can be but go ahead give me the third um the third um that I don't like about myself. Um, I haven't given myself enough grace. Okay. Um, like, like, you gotta, really you gotta elaborate. Give me three things you like about just three qualities you like about yourself. Or I love unapologetically. Okay. I love unapologetically. Um, I am extremely self-aware. Okay. Um, and I know how to. My favorite thing about myself, I know how to make sense out of my feelings and my emotions. And I have the ability to uh, look beyond maybe current emotions to see the picture down the road. Like I have an ability to make sense of shit so that it, even if it's conflict for me, and this is new, but even if it's conflict, I put it in places where I'm molded into being something that leads towards growth and development. Mm -hmm. No, I think this is going to backfire, but which questions was easier for you to answer? The what I like about myself. Right. So in most cases, many people, it's a lot easier to answer what they don't like about themselves versus what they like about themselves. So if those of you watching, ask yourself those same questions and see which one is easier. So in the book, it asks you to identify those three things on both sides and which one's easier, which one was easier to answer. Mm. And most people would be like, it was easier to tell you what I don't like about me versus what I do like about me. Which speaks to what I was saying about. That's why I went there because you were saying you didn't, you know, you didn't, most people aren't, I mean, you're aware of yourself, obviously, but like that's not. But is that like humility? What do you think it is? I definitely think it's humility. But I also think as humans, like human nature is to be negative. Like I'll, I'll do a live example right now. You're driving your car. Mm-hmm. You get to an intersection mm-hmm. and there's something that's hanging from the pole. What is that called? The t- yeah, it, it's, it's a light. It's hanging from a pole. What is that called? Traffic light? Okay, what is it called? 
Traffic light. Traffic light. Stop light. Stop light. Most people say stop light. It's also a go light. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But our work conditioned to just be negative. Stop. Right? It's a stop light. No, it's also a go light. Because mm-hmm. I would argue it's go as much as it is stop. Absolutely. Probably more than stop. Right? But um, that's just where people can tend to go. That's the same reason why bad news travels faster than good. Yeah, for sure. It's the same thing. Um, you had asked me something. I don't know how I got there. Sorry. We no, you said you were saying that like you are all the thing, you just didn't say that. Yeah. And that's when I reverted back to the whole Oh, I said it's a humility. That's what right, I said. Right. Yeah. Which I don't know, but I think it is a little bit. I think um I think I downplay myself not to myself. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have I don't I don't talk to myself negative unless I'm depressed. Outside of that, I don't talk to myself negative or, or convince myself that I can't do something. Like, I don't have that problem. But I think sometimes when asking about what I've done, I can tend to skim over or um, summarize what I've done as opposed to, like, no, I've done this here, and I was here for this long, and I've done this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So let me ask. So we, we started with you, so I'll, st- I'll stick with you right now. So when, when I asked you why you would marry you, you listed up a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Do you think your wife would give those same reasons as to why she married you? Yeah, so we had an episode. I think it was after uh, Obi was on probably a year ago at this point. He had, I, I don't remember what he said, but whatever he said prompted me to ask her a question. About why she loves me or why something. I don't how remember. she defines love? How she defines love, mm-hmm. yeah. That was, a com- that was a topic, that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, um, and that was eye-opening. Um, but yeah, I think, I personally, I think she can see things in me better than I can see mm-hmm. in me. Like my qualities. Mm-hmm. Like she's the one who, who helped me identify that I actually have a chip on my shoulder. Like I never looked at it like that. What? Not that I was surprised, but when she called you uh, multi-passionate, I was like, that's, that's a good observation. Yeah, I wouldn't have said that mm-hmm. about myself. You know, like, I just, I just, uh, and maybe we all do this. I don't diagnose myself, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just am, and that's all I know to be, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it's like, when someone, so I think, you do a better job at what you say, identifying your feelings or um, self-awareness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm self-aware, but I don't know that I can always articulate my feelings. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Maybe because I'm not as vulnerable as I could be. That's probably why you're just more vulnerable than me. So you've had more practice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think that's that. But I think for me, I just go like I do. Like, and it's like, if you need, a, if you need, something accomplished, I'll go do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't sit back and say like, well, why am I doing that? Unless asked, then I'll mm-hmm. delve deeper. Would you marry you? Yeah. Tell me why. Tell me why. You know what's funny, bro? Like, I was already thinking about it when you asked Bell. My reasons for why I would marry me are the reasons why... I just think about how I feel about Sarai, right? Like, I will love you into, like, health and healing. 
I will love you into a positive space. I will support you. Um, I will take accountability. I will always remain open and receptive. I will do whatever I need to for however long in order to get wherever it is that we need to go. I will not sacrifice myself to a fault for you, which I think is an underappreciated trait. I will make sure that I am whole and complete and the best version of myself so that I can be that for you. And I understand that I have to give you the same space and respect to do the same thing. Do you think she married you for those same reasons? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't. She loves me for, for me. Like her vows were real. You know what I'm saying? Like that, those vows were real. And I remember those vows. Um, they were very real. Good. Um, she, she loves me. You know what I'm saying? She, Mm -hmm. she loves, I know that she loves me in totality. Right. Mm -hmm. So I can't pull my reasons for why I think she loves me because I feel blanketed in it. Mm -hmm. I don't feel it's for a specific trait. I don't feel it's for a specific characteristic. She literally doesn't love all of me, but accepts all of me. Did you have that similar conversation after like how she defines love and what it means to her? I don't, I don't think good looking, but I don't, I don't think I did. I don't think I, I don't think I asked, but also I get on her nerves with that shit because I'm always doing that shit. I was about to say, (laughs) he has more practice at it than me. I'm always, she could be like, I love you. And I'm the type be like, why? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And she's like, oh my fucking God, can I just tell you I love you? I'm like, yeah, but like, honestly, like, what about it? Yeah, Because you're more in tune with feelings. Yes, I am. I am an emotional man. I am the feelings. And I'm not. And that's why I had to have that conversation because I don't, I don't think about that. I just, I just do. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but you know what I realized recently, bro? I realized that that shit, I'm like, my mom's like that. And she told me the other day, like my grandmother, God rest her soul, but my grandmother was like all of 4'11", but like fierce, you know what I'm saying? But she never told them that she loved them. Not that she didn't love them, but she just never expressed it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like she did for them to let them know that she loved them. And I mean, she also grew up in a different time. So my parents, you know, my mom and my aunts and uncles, they were heavily disciplined because of like the, the how my grandmother grew up. But that's what I realized. Like, I don't show or express love verbally as much as I can. But I I do like with my parents. It's not uncommon for me to come to my mom's house mm-hmm. and not give them a hug. It's not uncommon. You know mm. what I'm saying? Um, whereas I walk in to Lorraine's mom's house and one, it's a hug and a kiss every time I see her. Two, all she does is pump my son with positive affirmations the entire time he's at her house. Like, that's all she does. Like, like, in which it shows up in my wife because my wife is very confident. Like, very confident to the point point when I first met her it was kind of off-putting. You know what I'm saying? Because I wasn't used to someone being that confident. And on top of that, it provided for conflict with us at times too, because we're both super confident. So when it was conflict, 
I was like, man, fuck it, I'll leave. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be good. Like, <laughs> and we both had that mentality, so it was like a stalemate. Yeah. So, um, I digress. How how did I get there? I don't know, but keep going. You know what's interesting? If I reflect, having um, gotten married previously, I wouldn't have married the previous me. Hell no. Fuck no. Right. You fuck think so. you just put on a good front to help someone want to marry you? No, I think you didn't she know. was just as not smart as I was. Oh, you said, but you didn't know then what you know now. I didn't Obviously. love me. Mm. I didn't love me. Mm. I didn't love me. Like I, I could, I, I could sit and think like I could come up with whatever reason I felt was valid on her end as to why it didn't work, right? But the fact remains, at the bottom, at the end of the day, I did not love me. There was no chance. Here's there was a, never a chance. Here's a question. Here's an exercise I used to do. When's the last time, if ever, that you've looked yourselves in the mirror and said, I love you? Last night before my set. That's what's up. About you. Not too long ago. It's been a long time for me. Not too Not long because long. I don't love myself. It's just kind of out of sight, out of mind. Like With a, it in mind, talking about it, do you think anything would change? It was good. Like now, will you do it? Now I'm going to do it just to see what will happen. Okay. Just to see what I... Because some people can't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people can't look themselves in the mirror and say, I love you. Like, So I left the last gig I did, and dude told me, like, that was the greatest poem I ever heard. Literally said that. And I was like, that's what's up, man. And I remember, and that's when I went to the bathroom, like, you fucking killed that. I love you, boy. That's dope as shit. You know what I'm saying? But that, like, because it was, like, it was random as shit. And P.S., the lady came to me last night and swear to God, that lady I introduced you to, uh-huh. and she was like, you were the last poet? You were awesome. That was the greatest thing I ever heard. And I'm like, I wasn't even on stage. Uh-huh. And I thought she was talking about the week before, and I was like, no, that was him. He goes, you were the last one. No, that's him. I'm like, we don't even look nothing alike. Yeah, and that's when I introduced you to her. She said the same thing to you. Oh, but like, okay. You know what I'm saying? So that was pretty cool. But when I think about this question as being the only unmarried person, I think... I would absolutely marry me, and the reasoning behind it is because I listen to you guys. I listen to people. I observe, and I watch, and I pay attention. I think I've taken gems. I've had 51 weddings in the past three years. That's crazy. <sighs> I did not know that. Think about that. 51. That's crazy. In the last three years. So I've seen a lot of love. Versions of a, love. And every one of those couples I interviewed, and we had conversations, and you know what I'm saying? So, like... I'm listening to the dynamic of their relationship and listening mm-hmm. to how they speak and how they communicate. And I ask them, you know, what do you love most about each other? What do you dislike most about each other? What, you know, what do you have most in common? And what's why your, do you do your, that? What's your back? Because I, I, I want to get a feel for them. Like my claim to fame right now, bro, is like I have 51 weddings and 50 of them are still together. The only one that's divorced, they were married before I got to them. Before I just officiated the ceremony, so I'm not really counting that. That shit yeah, don't yeah, count. That ain't on count. my book. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So like, but also <laughs> he said it's not on my book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah on my shit book. don't count. But also like the vibe of it, bro. You know like, there, girl. You got like, scrap one. You got like there was a couple of them. I was like, nah, I don't like the energy. You know, I've mm. always been big on. I'm like, I'm yeah. not doing that. Like it just it just didn't feel right to me. So you so you didn't go through with it, or you no. went? I, oh. I told him I was I had a book was uh, I had a, that, that date was booked mm. or whatever you know what I'm saying like oh yeah I was I, I you know oh so you so you inter oh I didn't realize that you interview them before you say yes yes I, we have a conversation first and then when when they make it they make a deposit to secure the date and then I have a, like a I have like a twenty question 
questionnaire that I sit down and I ask, I, I ask them together and I separate them and ask them their, both their backstory mm-hmm. and I put their piece, with me. their story in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Like, so in that case, did you take the deposit and return it? No, no, this was just a, like an interview thing. Oh, okay. This so you didn't like even a, get to yeah, the deposit. Yeah, not even get to the deposit. Yeah, so like, yeah. What, tell me what you're about. Let's start to schedule a call. Let's talk. Real you quick. ever marry anybody? Like, this shit ain't going to work. No. <laughs> the, 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 one, the one that I did that they were divorced, it, it, you know, I knew the relationship prior to. They Wait, just they were the divorced they, and getting remarried? They were married, but they, they were already married, but they got, I'm saying they got, they got divorced now. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Right, but right, like, right, 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 right. I knew them prior to that. And it was like, you could tell, you could see the toxicity in it, but like, yeah. I'll perform the ceremony, you know what I'm saying? It was my people, so whatever. Ah, I so see. I did that, and, and that was that, but they're separated. But like, I've taken gems and nuggets from all these people, and I like, I pay attention, and I'm, and I'm listening. So I think what I've done is I've, as far as relationship goes, I've molded myself into what I believe could be the ideal husband. I just haven't had the opportunity to put that put into in practice. practice. Mm. You know so yeah, saying? so that's where... So I have a partner that a lot of stuff he says and does is based in theory. Mm-hmm. And what I try to help him understand, I'm like, in theory, that makes sense. But the circumstances that we're currently in, that doesn't apply. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that, that was going to be my question. It's like, how much of it have you had the ability or opportunity rather to put into practice. I mean, mm. I mean, in the little dealings, I mean, the dealings I've had in, 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 in the dating process in there, like I'm learning more about me and what doesn't work and how I can navigate through certain problems and conflict and, and this, that, and a third. But I think, you know, again, I, I take in as far as that is concerned, because I, as much as it's about finding a person who's ideal for me, I would like to be the ideal person for them as well. So, I'm, you know, I'm, so I'm still putting this. Yeah, because the other thing, practice. too, I think with you specifically, I think you've been ideal for the person on the other side. But they may not have been ideal for you. Meaning, right. like, initially, oh, this, this could work. This could work. Then, like, eh, nah. So, and, and, and it, I joke with him a lot when I say this. He'd be like, yo, so how, what's up with old, old girl? But like, she want to marry a nigga. He'd be <laughs> laugh at it, but, like, I'd be dead serious. Like, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> but like I, she want to marry a nigga. But, I, but I've also said to you that I feel like you you fish in a certain pond. Right. And that's mm-hmm. and that's what I'm, I've, been, I've been trying to navigate my way out of. I, yeah. I think... I, I've been... I think once you once you get past that vetting stage that hasn't you haven't been past in a, in a while, everything you've learned will really come into practice once you hit certain levels within the relationship. Absolutely. So it's interesting you mentioned that because that's part of the thing here. It's like how thorough is or was was your vetting process? Like, because oftentimes, but think about it, because the lady online fried you because you was talking about your kid's mother online and you should have vetted better and rah, rah, rock, 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 I forgot rock. about that. And we talked about that earlier. Yeah. Then we talked about so it. Was like, yeah, you know, but I like, forgot that was what she, the vetting product. Yeah, I forgot. So, but yeah, how, so how, how deep can we vet prior to like, like we ain't asking her like, so let me th- ask you a question. If we have a baby and this. Like, do you support Black Lives Matter? Like, we're not having that conversation, <laughs> right. in, you know what I'm saying, right. in the beginning. So, like, how thorough does the vetting process have to be prior to you being like, yo, this is my person? I think I have an interesting story because I'm my, 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 my relationship previously that ended up in marriage, my last 
I don't like saying it. My last relationship, um, she has to marry me out of nowhere. And my lack of self-love had me going, okay. Yeah, because now and somebody loves went me. went to the courthouse. On your lunch break. On my lunch break and got <laughs> married in an Adidas tracksuit and came back to school. The story keeps getting better. I did. I got married in the Adidas track and came back to school like it was nothing. Um, so my first vetting process was non-existent. Non-existent. So let me, uh, you guys are married now, so it's different. <clears throat> Had your wives proposed to you, do you think you would have said yes? Nope. I did. I'm talking about your current wife right now. After you've gone Hell through no, that experience, no. if she said, now why? Nah, because I would look at her differently. Because, and, and y'all call it what y'all want. One... If you're proposing to me, that means I haven't explicitly expressed that I'm ready to get married. Mm. And if I did ex- explicitly express that I want I want to marry you, you proposing to me would let me know that you're impatient and you 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 can't um, wait for me to arrive there. Does that not work on the flip? Because in most cases the men and women have, have talked about marriage. So she's kind of anticipating, doesn't know when it's going to happen. Right. But ultimately, it doesn't happen until the man decides that he wants to do it. Right. So now my thing is, I guess, I guess you know, it's, it's, a, it's a double standard type thing as far as women are concerned, but because they're expecting to be married. So let's just say your lady never mentioned it to you, and then you go ahead and propose. Do you think more, more women are often, more often than not, they're caught off guard? Well, or I can tell you right desire now. Desire to be married. Lorraine and I never really spoke about marriage like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I just arrived at that. I mean, we were together for six or seven years prior to getting married. Um, yeah, we were together for seven years. So I just arrived there when I was ready. Like, I knew, like, in terms of my vetting process, just to answer your original question, my vetting process was through experience. So, like, I had a girlfriend in college, and she had characteristics that weren't ideal for me. The next girlfriend I had had all those characteristics that um, I wanted that she didn't possess. But call it whatever you want to call it, I just wasn't in the, in the right state of mind to be in a committed relationship at that time. So I fucked that up. And what I realized was, because she was from out of state, so she, her vetting process with me was in, like, real time because we didn't grow up together. Like, we had no, like, she didn't know who I was. Like, she didn't know Connecticut Bell. She just knew me in whatever um, environment I was in with her at that time. So she didn't know, like, what, what all came with me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Whereas Lorraine, like... She, we were friends, you know what I'm saying? Like, we were friends, like, like, no physical, like, we were just friends. And then, so, from that, like, she, so, again, relationship to relationship, she learned who I was at my core. Like, she knew I wasn't shit, like, in terms of, like, how I would womanize, whatever you want to call it. And we built a strong bond. And from that, it turned into something that I didn't expect but that's what it turned into. You know what I'm saying? So that was like a, a um, organic vetting process. I, yeah. that, I think that is a beautiful thing. And I think I'd rather have that. Yeah. yeah. 
than to like, you know, the initial seer dater build to that. Mm -hmm. I think like it being super organic and having that basis as a friend, as a foundational friendship, friendship foundation is like monumental in, in terms of keeping, you know, the longevity alive or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I think Sarai, for Sarai, she loved me during a transform, a deconstruction process and a transformation process. So it was unintentional. Mm. It was a, like you said, unorganic. It wasn't, it, it was a, a, an unintentional, I think, vetting process that came with me because I can say she played a role heavily while I was purging and and healing, you know, there's not much else I need to see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like with what I came with, right? Forged through fire. Right, yeah. right. So it was a it was a no-brainer. And for me, finally getting to that point for me was when I was in a position to where I could provide her with what she wanted, which was that ring. Mm. And it was literally, I, I, I ran a few plays with this pen and my money was up, up, and... My money was so up, I looked at the number and it was a no-brainer, unconscious thought like, now's it. I'm buying her what, because the only thing she ever wanted was the ring she wanted, the exact ring. Mm -hmm. um, and I found myself in that space and I just took it as, oh, okay, we're here. And so for me, the, the work within the relationship had already been done, it was more so about um, me being able to get to the point again to provide her with what she wanted in order for the next step to take place. And I took me being in that position to do it as the sign that it was time. And shit, two weeks from now, we had a year. So, so That's far, crazy. so good. That's dope. Yo, so go back to the back. we listed um, earlier, we listed a lot of qualities in which you know you guys possessed that you thought made you a good husband. Did you answer what? that? You did. Yeah, did. yeah, yeah. What, you listen. what qualities do you think that you possess or that women seek in a man that you think you still need work on? You go first. Yeah, I'm about to say, yeah. What do you, what do you think you need to work on? <laughs> Again, I haven't been in a committed relationship for a while, so I, I wouldn't know what Why, why haven't you? I feel like that's an easier question I haven't, for you to answer. I haven't... Um, I haven't found that chemistry that I'm looking for. Like, I can be compatible with several different women, mm -hmm. but, you know, on paper, oh, this looks good. Now, when you get together, that chemistry isn't there. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, that can make a difference. So, do you think you, do you, and just, I'm, and I'm not implying this at all because I don't think this, do you think you're ever rom romanticizing the idea of chemistry? No. You don't think that gets wrong? No. Okay. Because I've been big on like energy, bro. Like energy speaks volume and it don't take much. Yeah, it does. You can pick up a good vibe anywhere. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, but I would argue that you've been with people with good energy. Yes. Mm -hmm. You can have good energy yes. in, in yeah. different... Yeah, and, and, and we progress until... You know energy was a checklist. I, I, wanna, you know, it was a check I want to go box. back to that question because I've never heard that question before. What question? Romanticize the thought of chemistry. The idea of chemistry. Or the idea of chemistry. I was thinking about that because of, you know what happened to me. You know, like a month ago, like the situation. Mm. I romanticized parts yeah. of that relationship, and so when it goes a different way, I realized then 
that I had this idea in my head of what it was versus what it was in my mind versus what it is in reality. So, and I, and so, I so think, then, I so think then, it's the opposite so then, for him. Potentially. Not, 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 so not explain that what it is. you mean, because I was about to totally agree and say yes then, because if that's the case, I call it, call it what you want, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I, I do have this fairy tale mm-hmm. in my head that's possible, that I believe is possible. That's different, though, when you but believe. That's the, but that's the opposite, though, of what you're saying. So he romanticizes, I'm not saying he does, potentially romanticizes the thought and the idea of what mm. this chemistry should or could be. Mm-hmm. And when he doesn't when it doesn't look like that, I'm I'm asking, is it like, oh, it doesn't look like this, so I don't have chemistry? No, no, no. I just think I I think I've become like I, I, in a little bit of reading I, in the reading that I do sometimes it says like when you've been single for so long, you become comfortable in who you are and like like you just like I've, I've my level of tolerance isn't as that's fair. You know what I'm saying? Nope, as where that's it used fair. to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's that's like fair. I don't like I like I don't have to like what's the what's the cliche? I could do bad by myself. Yeah. But, but I'm gonna win anyway. Like I'm not gonna do bad. I'm gonna win. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of like where I'm at. And it's like I, I just think in, is is just a question. Is that ego? Because I don't think as it not as it plays in relationships. Because I'm willing to like no. Nah, I don't think that not in that regard. No. No. I feel like you do a good job of checking yourself. I, I definitely do. But I'm also not opposed to being checked though, either. No. And I think that means something to you if you if you if you checked. are with someone who can. Yep. Right. Yeah. I think that means something. That and, means and, more and that's than, more to your yep. point, yeah. the pond. Because in the pond I'm in, ain't nobody ain't nobody bold enough to check me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, but so what he's is, fishing in the wrong pool. That's what I'm saying. But you what know? does that also say about you? Where going like back to, to that fish. same pond where you I mean, like to fish. I but like again, that. it's not, the, the pond ain't, it's not like it's like a, 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 a theoretical pond, like I'm going to this particular zone and yeah. area. It's just, I don't know. Maybe it's just what I'm attracted or who I'm attracted to or I don't know. I haven't really. I feel like you like, um, we all do, well, at least I do to, to a degree. You like projects. But that's not what I want though. I know, but that's what you, what you be getting. Balance. Hmm. Balance. When's the last time, and I, I feel like I'm, this is like me, me making this about you, and that's not the case. But when's the last time you went for somebody and you were like, she's, like you were not intimidated, but you were like. I need to step my shit up, kind of. Yeah, kind of like, like that let was, me self-assess me. She makes was, me. Again, that was super far. The shorty from Colorado. Oh, okay. Mm. Super far, but like something about her, just who she was, made me want to be both. And then it was then it was summer. Like with her, mm-hmm. it was just like who she is makes me want to be dope. Mm-hmm. Makes me want to be more. Makes me want to be better. But and I she think poured you've... and she poured into me. She pours into me like no one has ever had. Yeah. And I just think you just found her at the wrong time in your life. Like meaning you were just maybe too young. Yeah, at but that time. even but even then we had a run and and, and, I, and I just it was being stubborn, I guess. You know what I'm saying? But Ego. like, nah. I called myself trying to do the right thing. So I, was, remember. You know I remember. I remember. I remember. I remember. Called myself yep, trying to I do the right thing when I could have just bit the bullet and we probably would have been okay. I remember. But then that goes back to the, the romanticizing a little bit. Because like you I'm were. I'm not sure if you got the same situation in mind though. I think I do. But because you, you were. 
you were, I remember, I remember. I, I'm almost positive. But it, I don't, what you did was right. Like, I don't think you, you took the wrong road. I think that was, again, theory versus practice. I'm not sure we're on the same page, but we can, we can double back to that conversation. But, like, I had experience with a woman being who she is and just off of who she is motivated me. Mm-hmm. I've had an experience of women being who she is motivating me and the way she poured into me made me want to be better. Mm-hmm. Why can't I have that? I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, why I do. can't I why can't I Because you've that? already experienced it. Right. right. Makes sense to me. And I and I and and but balance is like important. So the women, some of them I meet, like some of them are and I know this isn't like a good thing, but some of them are like too uppity or too street. <laughs> And I want like the I want that balance in the middle. You ever see the the, the meme online where Shorty got a heel on one foot and she tying a Jordan on the other one? Mm-hmm. I never saw that. Like, but it's like that's, it, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? But like that in my head, that just speaks balance to me. Think mm-hmm. about it. Like we are very balanced. Yeah. So fun fact. So to me, the best outfit a woman can wear is leggings and Air Max. Really. That that's the an all purpose like what would Jody say all purpose dress like <laughs> that is an all purpose outfit forty dollars right like that like that to me is like the epitome of like attraction uh-huh. you know and what I thought was also important to me so my wife just bought her first pair of Air Max like four years ago and sneakers aren't really her thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's more of, like, a dress-up person. Like, she doesn't... She don't like sneakers like that. Like, her nicest sneakers she owns, I bought. Like, mm-hmm. she just... It's not her thing. Mm-hmm. So, I say that to say, how important is it? Right? Like, it's like, if they don't have that quality, but they have everything else, is that... Is, yeah, I'm I, not, think I'm not, that I think that's, that's clearly something I could look, I could look past and, and, and be fine with, but... Because I think for you, I I think for you, bro, it's for all of us, like Lorraine is someone that I've, I've never been with someone like her before, Mm -hmm. ever. You've said that a million times. You know what I'm saying? I've never been with somebody like her before. So it was different. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Lo. Uncomfortable. Lo, what up? Like uncomfortable, but different. And I think you may, may need to challenge your reality what you know your reality to be. But what you're going to say is, most likely, is you haven't found someone to challenge that with yet. I can understand the process, though, especially where he is in life, of being in the position where, like you said, you're not going to lose on your own. Right. You're going to say, and I do think that makes a big difference. And, and we just typically hear about it in women. We typically hear about the woman who's established, got it together, and is fine by herself, so isn't in a big rush to necessarily lock down a relationship. Open, receptive, but I feel like the the tranquility that you've created for yourself in your life also gives you a different lens. Like we've talked about it plenty of times. Like you don't you don't look at these situations the same. You know what I'm saying? Because of the fact that you've experienced things and you are comfortable with where you're at in a certain stage of life. And I think that that provides you and I'm sure other men like you in your position with a different level of insight when it comes to the vetting process and, and dating and shit. What I also believe is to be true is this. I don't feel like any of us need women. 
But I do believe women will make our lives exponentially better. Absolutely. Agreed. 100%. Like, 100%. Like, I think about I my... Think, go ahead, go ahead. I've no, been talking to you. Go. To your point, and I think that is it's so crazy because I'm chasing goals and achieving goals and doing these things, and I just feel like it's like... It, it's so crazy because I'm doing it, but I want someone to put that battery in my back. You know what I'm saying? Hell like yeah. I want someone to put that battery but in that's my back. Like the kind of, same thing is going to make you better. Right. Same thing. Yeah. Right. Neo and yeah. Fab. I'm a movement by myself. I want her to make us a force when we're together. If she don't make me better, why do I need her? Right. You dig <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah, hell yeah. Nigga. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I got nothing to add. Right. No, no I'm, I'm saying, more but like, that, that but that's shit. my that's thing, where bro. Our mentalities really, need to be, though. I really like, I, I want someone to to fuel me in ways that I've experienced before. I, I, I want someone to fuel me and just give me that, because I'm moving right now. But imagine how much more it is when you got, you know, your cheerleader in your corner. Got somebody to buy you groceries. Well, or, well <laughs> all I know is we're, we're chopping this clip up and putting it out as a <laughs> on the dating app. Hey, we're listen, man, we're going fishing for you. I'm your man, so we about to go fishing with this one. I'm about to nah. chop this shit up yeah, and be like, post, boom, Post it in the bank. See what we got going on out in the bank. <laughs> oh, we about to see. Yeah, we I'm about saying. to see with this that one. This shit is wild. Nevertheless, yo, we, we, we not, I'm not about to put me back on the hot seat. This been nah, two nah, out of three nights. We're not doing that. Yeah, this is a cool way. But um, so we never really got to the question, though. Let's let's get this out the way, and then we can close this. Getting it out the way. What? Quality do you think you possess that you could use more work on? Um, and if you don't know, that's fair. These are tough questions. Ask me the question again. What quality do you possess that you think you could use more work on? I mean, like refine it, improve it. Nigga, be better. Be better, but it's a quality though. Yeah. Mm. In as it pertains to what. Are we talking about in as marriage? It, as it pertains to being a good husband. Oh, okay. Whether it be, you know, you leave your socks in the living room all damn day. Oh, I'm going to hate it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm oh, that's a given. Yeah. That's too easy. She's, but she's kind of OCD, though. But <laughs> that's right. I'm just call me, He calls me every now and like, fuck her, Ray. I have my shit on the counter. <laughs> and she moved it. Nah, I can't find it. <laughs> I'll be like that all no. the time. She be moving my keys. Yo, nigga. no bullshit. We had to talk to our therapist about that shit. <laughs> God damn. Like, no bullshit. Like, she threw away. Really hot. <laughs> like, she threw, she threw away a check. Oh, that's not funny. Oh, yeah. That's significantly. Yeah. <laughs> like. Like. <laughs> like. Yeah. Like a lot. Like a lot. <laughs> Clear. She threw no, and, like a lot. Clear. And then we go to therapy. We talk about it. I'm pissed because she didn't apologize. Oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what happened though? Yeah. Like you didn't get that? They didn't recut? Nah, they recut it. They recut but, it. Okay. That's a lot. But, yeah. no, that's a, but that's... then I got a call. And I'm like, uh, so check this out. Uh, my wife accidentally threw away the check on accident. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. but I accidentally hit the back of the crook van on an accident. So like, so like I, anyway, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole. But right. no, so some quality that I have that I, I I need improvement on. I think um. I think uh, I'm empathetic, but I'm not um, vulnerable enough. I think that's a great point. Yeah, I think I think I can help. Use help with my vulnerability, and even with your lady. 
Yeah, because I'll, I'll, I'll say shit when prompted, but I won't just say things unprovoked. It's not voluntary. Yeah, unprovoked, I won't say things. I'll, I'll say I love you, I'll say, you know, but all that stuff, but I won't talk about, like, what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I won't talk about what I'm going through. I'll, I'll wait until she says, she, she, she opens up the conversation. Do you think that's similar to what's up? What like what you do with Shook? Like she does she also feel like super your Superman don't go through nothing? I mean she obviously knows more. Yeah, than but her. Lorraine, what she'll do is she knows me on a different level, so she'll slow me down. And like you've, I, mentioned, but, you've mentioned that before. Too. Yeah, but the other thing too is I'll have anxiety about something, and more often than not, when I have anxiety about something like everything that's going on at work, I have a little bit of anxiety around it. But she don't, in her mind, she's like, you're going to be good. Like, so it's like, this is, this, you don't need to have anxiety about this. You're going to be fine. You know what I mean? Like, in that sense. But if it's like, as it pertains to like us and like life, the life that we're creating, I don't slow down and deal with shit like that. Like, if I'm, if I'm dealing with something, like a hypothetical situation, like, if I'm, short on bills. I'm not going to be like, yo, babe, let me just get a couple grand and I'll take care of you next week. I would never do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would just, it hasn't happened, but I would just be like, all right, I'll just be late on this and I'll pay this and then I'll be straight. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't talk to her about what's going on with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I just wouldn't do that. Not that I, I, I need to do that. That's, again, quality I need to improve on. Yeah. All right. Pete? Um, I would improve putting listening into practice more consistently. I listen to every single thing she says. I take every single thing she says into consideration, whether I agree or not, whether I present myself to even really be considering it. I do. Everything that comes out of her mouth. But I think I do a better job at making... um, putting more permanency into the practice, like retaining it enough for it to um, to change quicker. So it's, 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 it's not so much the listening, more so the responding to what you listen to. Yeah, uh, with a level of consistency more. You know what I mean? I listen. I absolutely listen, but... Are you listening to respond, though? So that's the thing. No. What I genuinely mean is I listen, and I listen... I listen... T- I listen to Sarai to apply. I listen to apply. I listen to take it I mean. yeah. and apply. That's Not what, to respond and debate. That's what my response meant. I meant apply. Yeah, yeah. I listen to apply what I'm saying I can work on for me that I already do that I can improve. I listen to apply, but I need to do a better job at the, the consistency and the dedication to the application. And not saying that I'm... I'm like, fuck it, I'm not going to do it. So you apply to get out of the situation. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I don't apply to get out. I literally could do a better job at, if I, okay, let's just take an example. If I'm messy, I have a habit of cutting my hair as soon as she cleans the the area (laughs) where I cut my hair. I (laughs) she's going to be so bad when she hears this shit. Right now, she's probably like, oh, fucking, I fucking hate that. But I have a, a, a habit of doing that. We take that as an example. I could do a better job. I'm laughing because I fucking suck. I could do a better job at going a couple of haircuts, not cutting my hair as soon as she cleans, 
rather than just doing it the next time I cut my hair. Yeah, but what, does that make it, sense? It does. Yeah. Why is that? Why is, are you not cleaning up after yourself? No, I, I'm using that as an. That's the only thing I could think of. My, yeah, my but point, what, he's, what he's saying is longevity. He applied, yeah, the he, longevity in the application. When I said that, that's what I meant. Like, oh, okay. are you applying it for this circumstance? And it sounds yeah, like yeah, you and are. Yeah, not just to get out. I'm applying it. I'm just not because cons- it's, no, it's the right thing to do when prompted. But you don't necessarily look at it like. It's the right thing to do all the time. And I don't think it stays singed enough to be changed yeah, behavior. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, it stays enough so she knows that yeah. I'm listening and I care and I'll actively apply, but it's not, it's not sustainable for some. So I need to improve the level of sustainability <laughs> in Next the practice. Next time you do that shit, she, you're going to be cutting and she's just going to hit your hand. Fuck my whole shit Then I bet you'll learn today. Yeah, I definitely will, man. Nah, that's 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 what's up, yo. So this was a uh, another good one, yo. I really feel like we we was moving and grooving tonight, yo. Yeah, I think I think that one was cool because of the perspectives. I think it's cool having married, non-married, and just honestly Listen, having a discussion. I'm gonna tell you like this. This can be my final thought. Um, all relationships that are worth having have their own challenges, like. We can say we married and all of that, which we are, and you can say you're not, which could imply that there's something that he, he and I have that you don't. Like, that's not true. It's just all these relationships are work. Mm-hmm. So if you find some, or when you find someone that you potentially will marry, it will be work. Like, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's um, the, I'll, I always say this, the best marriages require work. Like you can see somebody go, like, oh, they're so awesome together. This, that, and the third, they work at it. It's like it's like like your job. You work at it. Like your craft. You guys work at it. Like it all takes work. It's not the biggest mistake somebody can make is trying to live their relationship how one depicts theirs. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to live your relationship how it needs to be run, addressed, lived, like it, you can't look at your um, surroundings and or peers and or influences and be like, oh, well, I wish my marriage was like that. Because that marriage probably got problems that you would not want. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta be in your relationship and deal with what comes in your relationship. That's what I would say. That's my final thought. Fair. I think, uh, being realistic on uh, your life circumstances and just how you perceive life will really help in the vetting process of, of finding somebody to be with. But I think also when it comes to already being married in a relationship, it's just, it's much easier when you are realistic and understand that priority shift, people shift, Everything shifts. So you guys have to be able to move within the shifts. You guys have to be able to ride the same wave and a separate wave at times. You know what I'm saying? And I think sometimes we romanticize and think it's always you're on the same surfboard, on the same wave. And it's, it's and sometimes the reality, like something as simple, and I'll, I'll conclude with this. She sent me something while we were recording earlier. So I did a post and we have a brand new bed we just got. 
Amazing bed. I invest in the bed, y'all. That's 100%. A shit. Listen, it changed my life. We've had it for four days. Changed my life. Invest in the bed. Like, invest in the fucking bed. I slept on it three times. My life's changed. Right. <laughs> that serious. I'm about to go straight back to that bed. She sent me a meme because I've been complaining a lot lately because, you know, Shy be crawling in our bed and shit. And I needed to get her out my bed and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need her out. She's two and a half, bro. Like, this is fucking shit up for me right now. Yo, you said it like you have no control. Like, like get your child out my bed. So listen, bro, like, we got this big ass bed now, and now she's sleeping fucking sideways when she gets in the bed. So I'm even further from Sarai. So it's, 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 I forgot where I was going. Your life has changed. So she sent me the meme, and the meme said, and it was a picture of a kid doing exactly what Shy does in the bed, but the meme was like, we won't always have these moments. There will come a time when this child wants to do something Fair. else, and it's, never, it's no longer in between us. We will not always get these moments. We will still sleep next to each other. There will be a time we will be together. We will kiss and hug in, in these situations but right now, things are exactly how they're supposed to be, and that's okay, too. Mm, that's fair. And the meme really just, like, I read it, and I told her, like, I needed to read that because I thought, and I'm realizing, speaking in real time, I was developing a little disdain in a way for the circumstances, mm -hmm. right? Like, thinking... We have all these things we do, and at night is my time. I'm big on energy, so I like touching her. I like exchanging that energy. I'm thinking we're losing, but we're just sleeping in between the conduit right now. And it's all about perspective. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, just just remember that it's it's all about perspective. And, and a lot of times, and I think this definitely applies for you, Chief, is that sometimes we're exactly where the fuck we're supposed to be. I agree. I agree. Also, just taking into consideration too that it's her first child, so you've had that experience. Oh yeah, ones, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. No, so like, no, I'm over this shit. Yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> she feels the same way. She's getting tired of getting grabbed on and don't have her space and all that. So you know, but it's just a process. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Um, for me, I think it's just uh, again, I I gotta salute you, brothers, just for, you know for always inviting introspective conversation, challenging conversation, and, 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 and having standards for your peers and your, and your homies. But I think the, the biggest part about it was like, yo, patience is, is, is cool. You at where you at right now, and it's, and it's all going to work out in your favor. Keep hope alive. <laughs> but, uh, you are somebody. <laughs> you is smart. <laughs> you is kind. <laughs> Nah, for real. Um, it's been another one, fellas. I appreciate y'all. We hungry, so let's go get something to eat. Um, Stay tired, bro. Hey, y'all. Merch is out. Peep it. You see you know it. what I'm saying? Merch is out. You see it. Um, www.abmnt.com. All Black Men Need Therapy on all social media outlets. We have a voice line, 860-410-6160. Hit us up. Send us a text, shoot us some covers, some topics, whatever you want to do. We actually thought we might start doing like a Dear Abby type section where you throw a question at us and we answer it in like segments and make them into like reels or, or, or stories or something like that or let shorts. It, let us know if that would be uh, interesting to you. Yeah, yeah. So, that's you something know, that you want to do. Holler at us. And we're actually going to start doing some live stuff too, so that'll be cool. 
Um, but per usual, man, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Share this episode with somebody. Like, share, subscribe, and do us a favor. Hug a black man today. Do us a favor. Hug a black man today. And tomorrow. And tomorrow.